So um, we have this running joke amongst my friends, right? That my wife is probably the only person um, who can, with evidence, say that the person she married has changed. Welcome to another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Daudi. Handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast. Hi. My name is Maria. Welcome to it's, another it's, Chirandom it's, it's, podcast. It's my podcast. I am you your co-host. Like... This the the women women, this this give her like a small thread like this. She's just going to pull everything out, right? Anyhow, welcome to the podcast, guys. It's another Chirandom podcast. I am Agutu Daudi here with a regular regular guest co-host. You know this 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 is not one of the things that come when you say I do it, like. Why not? Like just co-hosting the podcast. There it's was not, no it's, podcast it's, it's when, not, we, when we said I do. Yeah, yeah. Now but, that it's here. But you might And be... identify. I identify as a co-host. So there, <laughs> there are, I am a co-host. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, let's not get sidetracked here with what people identify as. I remember someone um, saying that they didn't, they're fat. Right? They didn't fail. As slim, so they are trans slim. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not a joke. It is hilarious, especially in Pride Month. Wow, you're cancelled. Right, <laughs> right. So, so, so no, no. But when we're done with the episode, everyone is going to be sympathetic with me because now they can talk you're about the minorities. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any, anyhow, anyhow. Um. We want to have a conversation around vitiligo now. Anyone who knows me or who has met me knows, again, as my friends like to say, that I am 20% white, right? <laughs> so, um... I think by your friends, you mean Andrew Pachuto. No one well, else has I mean, the we're, we're, to we're call not, you we're not mentioning 20% Muzungu, apart from that fat man. What, like, what, what's happening here? Do you have, like, a bond to settle? You're mm-hmm. using it... No, we're fine. Oh, okay, cool. you were saying? So let's let's go back to what we're talking about. I just you see, just like some order. You were saying. Yeah. So um anyone who knows me and has known me for maybe the last ten years, right? Um, knows that I have a condition um called vitiligo. Vitiligo is an autoimmune disease that affects your melanin and you start getting these white patches of uh this these white patches on your skin. Right, people who knew me before have also, you know, seen me through the time where uh, <laughs> I was transitioning. <laughs> See, you keep doing this. No, but it's not intentional. <laughs> it, I can guarantee you guys, it is not intentional. But they, they saw, they saw that transition that happened, right? And um, oftentimes, I am met with three sets of people right uh as i as i go as i go through life I just, seems as weird. you leave yeah uh the first one is really curious kids 
Um, who the children are always so interesting. Exactly. Who are my joy to explain to? Because for them, they're approaching this from a very non-biased perspective, right? The second are people who have had a cousin and a sister and who has had this and they have used some things and a combination of like three other things and it has worked. And so people just stop me randomly uh, on the street and give me all these solutions to, to, to how I can get better. And of course, the third is, uh, you know, the cultural context. A lot of people come and say, hmm, are they Abalongo in your family? Abalongo, movie. I've forgotten the word. But basically, I annoyed, basically I annoyed, annoyed, I annoyed some twins, and in your family, yeah, and they, and they did sent this me. To you. Um, so I mean, there are twins on my mom's side, but I don't ever remember pissing any of those people off. Sometimes you don't know that you did. But this doesn't come from my mom's side. Uh, my my grandfather, um, on my dad's end, had vitiligo, right? So it's 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 a what are those things you said in biology? Black rat, black rat, white rat? Genes. Oh, genetics. Yeah. Me, I have questions. Okay, cool. So, when did you first realize that you had vitiligo? So, I did not. <laughs> what? No, because it appeared in a very inconspicuous place, right? Where? The first person who told me I had vitiligo was mm-hmm. the person I was dating at the time. <laughs> I'm not sure. I am ready for the can of worms I've opened, but no, that, that that's okay. as that's as far as we're going okay. with that story, right? Um, and I was like, oh, really? Oh, okay, where? Cool. where, right? Let me so then, then you know. But then, in my mind, at that point, I just thought, ah, it's just in this region. I don't think it's going to be anything serious because, again, my grandfather just had it somewhere around the ears. It wasn't as spread out as mine is now. Can I also just say? When I saw you, I wasn't dating you. Like, I saw you for a long time before I started dating you. When I saw you, you were wearing, uh, like, jeans yeah. that were low-cut. Yeah. I'm like, why, why are this man's bums white? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Of course, I wasn't seeing the entire bums, but whatever I was seeing of your belt line yeah. was white. I'm yeah. like, that's strange. But what's the... I didn't give it much, much thought because who was going to spend the rest of their lives with a man with... White bum, right? Bums, like a not me. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, so this person tells me um, that this happening. I, I I don't pay much attention at the time, and then I get into a very. S- s- are you done opening the drink? Coca Cola, yes. Yeah. Why are you oh, giving both free mentions? Okay, okay. They didn't pay for, right? So um, this you're person really are distracting me. This person. Right. Yes. So I get into this really stressful time. I was doing ARC at the time. And ARC is? Architecture. I was doing a bachelor's degree in architecture at Macquarie University. And and then it just started to flare out. Uh, of course, at that time, I did not know that stress was a trigger. Yes. Uh, and of course, it's something around stress puts down your immunity and, that, and all those things. Um... And so it aggravates and it starts to appear a bit on my hands and blah, blah, and stuff like that. And then, um, you know, I, I drop out of art school because it's too stressful. Um, I should have known from the fact that my skin was standing that, you know, it was not 
Um, and then, you know, the next time again, so I started to realize, so this, 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 this pattern, but of course at that time I was on television also, what, TV? I was, I was working at NTV, um, I was doing a show and then, you know, I, I start to have to deal, um, with the realization that, um, uh, in as far as I've known TV, there has never been anyone with vitiligo on TV, right? So I have to sort of come around there are that many people with vitiligo for there to be I have a person on TV? I have absolutely no idea but right. you know in a you saying, in the work world these days you see you know vitiligo models and Keep things going. like that yeah so um so I start dealing with the reality that of how this thing is now going to affect my life right television was something I really valued as a career choice and I was just like you know maybe it's going to impede my growth in this area. And everybody's going to be like, oh, you know, you know, wokeness, the world, as you know, it hasn't. Um, and as good as I was on TV, I knew that if vitiligo started to appear in certain areas of my body, right, I was going to become a less desirable choice for television, right? Because television, again, you viewers have certain standards. You might not know it. There might be subconscious biases, but there is a certain way your presenters need to look for them to be accepted into your home and they don't have to be a distraction so you can fo focus on the information, stuff like that. And if I had vitiligo extensively on my face, that could create a distraction, right? So I started to deal with those that, that go around. Um, and I think it was somewhere around 2015 where I just came uh -uh. to to the comfort of it, you know, and I was just like I you. met you in 2016. Yeah, yeah, you I was comfortable in 2016. In 2015, when I sing your bums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was just like, mm, this, <laughs> this is me. This is my reality now. Um, some people. There, I'd been told about a lot of people who have vitiligo started and I, it receded. I need to put some context when I say bums. <laughs> this man is a giant. So most jeans, which are uh, his preferred clothing, on this market are not for his size. So when he wears the biggest on the market, the, if they are long enough on the legs, they're not long enough on the bum side. <laughs> Thanks, Penny, for sending a right size jeans to your daddy. But like, yeah, so when I met him, he was wearing the ones on the market and they would have to be, you know, those kids who balance their trousers. That's what they would look like. And that to me looked like, eh, eh, why aren't you wearing things that cover your things? <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, until she started trying to buy me clothes, then she realized that there's an, a challenge. Um, but yeah, so I came to the comfort of that around 2015, um, and then I met you, right? Okay, I mean, so this is leading into my question for you. You have a question for me? Of course, me. I have a question for you. Wonderful. Right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you thought I was inviting you here because I liked the way you sound? Wonderful. <laughs> No. Um, and I think for me, I had I had come to an acceptance of it. Um, but for you who is dating me at this time, um, and I imagine that you have to deal with a lot of things. 
again imagine because we've never had this conversation before um it's on the cultural end because first of all your family is a lot more cultural than mine you know um but also on the personal end was there any effect of you dating a 20% white muzungu uh, black 20% muzungu <laughs> excuse me sir when i was i got with you uh-huh. you are not 20% muzungu mm. you are like 1% then then we went through the stress of the wedding no today in 2022 yeah you're actually 20%. 20% yeah and like, the stress I, of the every wedding every day i wake up and i'm like ah, david what's, here, ha- what's happening here has done. this is new this is new yeah this is new so in 2018 yeah when we had mila yeah you are not 20% muzungu oh yeah uh, i think the next aggravating thing was the wedding where again my my vitiligo flared up because, because your stress weddings are stressful um, can we say that clearly that if you're a person who suffers with autoimmune disease yeah when your stress levels go up your autoimmune whether it's um, psoriasis vitiligo whatever it is that you're dealing with that's autoimmune alopecia alopecia you know, I've, yes. always, I've always thought that alopecia really go sounds away. like it was named by a black lady <laughs> whatever it is that you're dealing with that is autoimmune when your stress levels go up the condition also flares so I also don't think I knew how much or how badly it was going to get it was going to get okay I'm still not sure of how bad it's going to get Mm -hmm. because every day I see every day I'm done saying "Eh, there's there's something new here I've, I've come to an absolute comfort with it that I don't notice it anymore but I do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like which which is now why we're having this conversation because um a lot of times we do not know how the things we have become comfortable with um get to affect the people in our lives. Right? So That's why we're having this conversation? Yeah. I trapped you. Guys has dra- has trapped. <laughs> what is this? Tell us, tell us, tell us. How, so, how, how does it affect you? How does the condition affect you? But also, what conversations have you had um, with people um, around this condition and what people have, what, so what the, have the, told you about the, very the effects on this in relationship? In the very beginning, before you are 20% Muzung, you are like 1 or 2 or 5%. And so your lips appeared red. Like I was a smoker, right? Redder than most people's lips. Yeah. And uh, the first people who came to me were actually family, my family. Mm-hmm. And they're saying, hey, Maria, if you have grown up in Uganda in the 80s and 90s, you know what means. Oh, okay. It cool. just means that this person might be HIV positive. Positive, yeah. which is. Uh, so, so, so. What's the word? Stigma? Yes, which is stigma against people with HIV. Okay. But. People will point it out to you that eh, his eyes are pink or red. His, sorry, lips are pink or red. Yeah. Have you considered that? And what do you think about that? And I was like, oh, okay. I hadn't thought did, about did that. that. Did, that, did, that, did, that did that ever raise a sense of concern? It really with did you? not. Okay. Also, I don't know. Did we do HIV tests before? Mm. <laughs> No, not it really should have raised concern <laughs> because had I seen an HIV test, 
of yours? No! Okay, cool. Uh, you took it on utter faith that I was, Which an, faith? That I was an honest person. I, honest by what? <laughs> I didn't even know you. Anyway, what? I'm disappointed in myself. Okay. And hey, all hey, this war whole. It's too late. It's too late for that. So, um, so people in, in your family are saying, look, um, be careful. I think that people in my family had bigger issues with you being dreadlocked than you, than with you being, having pink lips. Okay, cool. So, so, so you're dealing with that. Um, then we get married, right? Or through the time of the wedding, it increases. Um, how does, does that in any way? affect your outlook of me by now yeah the time you've spent with me you should know how much i read and research and go down stupid rabbit holes, rabbit holes. yes yes i do so like i took this upon myself mm-hmm. especially if i have to defend you to the people i care about I must understand exactly what you're dealing with and what it is. You gave me what you th- you knew about it. Yeah. But you're not um, an authority on it. Am I not? No, you're not. So I researched it. Uh, previously, I'd been with a person who had psoriasis. Okay. So when you said autoimmune. So just out there with like. I shut up. <laughs> That's your type. Shut yeah. up. <laughs> I knew exactly <laughs> what autoimmune meant. It was just a different type of okay. autoimmune. All right. And I found it so racist <laughs> that your body <laughs> affects melanin. What's that? Who is that? Melanin is... Anyway. Black skin girl. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. You digress. You are I saying... digress. But... Once I could, once I figured out what it was, yeah. I also read up about what the risks were. Okay. One of these, which is still a, a, a current fear, is that it might show up in one of our children. I pray to God it's not a girl, but you only have one child and yeah. it's a girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. That's why we must have another child who Again, should be right a boy. Like this episode, this entire episode. <laughs> Every like different things <laughs> or you sell or you can we stick <laughs> what we're talking young. about? Anyway, so one at Wabi Maladida. We have one uh, child, we are done. I think that I'd be I would accept it I'd be more accepting if my boy child got vitiligo because I only know how to deal with it with my husband who's a man. I would know how to Do you do you do you feel like it would make your daughter less beautiful? For her, yes. Okay. You feel like it would affect her, her self-esteem, her self-esteem and in a sense yes. that would make her less beautiful. Yes. So you, you you don't think. And I say to her every so often that she's beautiful. But, but, but and I've told her to I've told her to say, oh, thank you, mommy. But that... but don't you think that men have the same exact effect on self-image and 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 looks, especially especially much much more in this world that is not just about what you make and the size of your wallet but it's also about where you can whether you can wear hoochie shorts and, <laughs> i feel and, like we're going <laughs> off on a tangent no no no, no, no. It's not a tangent. i feel like we're going no, off no, on no, a just, tangent just, just, but just, i agree just go with me here yeah mm. as in i think i think men um a lot of them will not want to say it 
but there's a certain pride that men also take in the way they look, right? And no, really. Yes, and you, you. Everyone knows that you just have to be rich. Yes, but you Mukole see, you, the reason the reason men who are not the top of the pyramid Thank in terms of blood. what they look like work harder is that they know that they cannot sail through by their looks and therefore but they can't sail to... through by their wallets exactly my as point. a woman if you can't sail through by your looks what else are you sailing through with but the world has changed you no you're, you're, answer you're, my question if you're not you're, as beautiful what else are you sailing through your as? brains no one pays attention to that shit Anyway, that's why they say beauty and brains is derogatory. Anyway, but like, that's what they say. My wife has just taken all your feminist struggles 20 years in the past. No. But anyway, mm-hmm. so you hope that if it is ever to be a genetic condition that is passed down, it is passed down to a son who we are not going to have. Who we are going to have? But not my daughter. Also, you have met my daughter. Okay, okay. So, so anyway, again, we digress. So, um, how does this affect you? Okay, you've done all this research, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We read books all the time. Um, but there is a, a primal... Instinct. I don't want to say instinct, because maybe that's not the word, but there's like, there are primal drivers to the way we feel and our emotions that can sometimes, um you know, present things even when we have information, right? Um, and as you've said, over time, I am getting whiter, right? I might just be like Michael Jackson soon. I'm not singing with you. Uh-oh. Anyway, does that affect you in any way? Or have you also come to an acceptance? No, I haven't come to an okay, acceptance. Cool. All right. One, because... Two, three, 2018, 2019, years ago, the doctor said to us that you could do something to stop the spread of your vitiligo. Okay. They gave us... It wasn't a sure way, though. They gave us drugs. Yeah. You, my dearest husband, can I bring them now? You never took them. Well, I did for a while. No, you didn't take those drugs. For, For a while. What's a while? Like three weeks. No, like one week. <laughs> so that said to us, you take those drugs for, for a week. It was most, mostly prednisolone. Yeah. You take it for a week and then they'll, they'll evaluate. There was also, they also talked about phototherapy yeah. and laser treatment. Yep. You are not willing to do that. No, no, I did phototherapy for a while. Again, that's why I'm telling you it's about three weeks because I, I did You did about, fo- phototherapy I, for I, like three I, weeks. I did about six phototherapy appointments. But you didn't do the drugs. But I was doing phototherapy as I was taking the drugs. You weren't taking Just the drugs. Just because I was announcing, I am taking drugs. You were not taking the drugs because I kept them. Anyway, because of that, I know that you're not going to do anything. And you know what your, your reason has been all this time? Mm-hmm. It's not painy. No, it's not. You say it's not painy? Also, until, until I have to go out into the sun and not have, wear sunscreen, and then it's I have just... had, I have danced inside <laughs> in my heart when you go out <laughs> and the sun just puts you back in your corner. 
you don't wear sunscreen and the sun yeah, disciplines I, you and I'm like hey I told you but anyway I think that's the only downside to this that before um I mean sunscreen was never a thing that I ever even remotely considered that it had to be a part of my routine I mean even now it's not but I think I still con- and I now consider it um but I think that's a downside but also the 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 worry of cancer is is real. Um, yeah, because they say you can get skin cancer. Yes, and that's one of the things that you 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 know you read about um, vitiligo. But like generally, I think I've come to an acceptance of the reality that this is this is who I am. Um, and I think for me, the thing you're talking about, you know, the treatments. And I think the thing about the treatments for me is that there was never a sure way for it to happen um you know you know when you get malaria you take you know your anti-malarials for three days for three days and you're fine um therapeutic treatments are a hit and miss sometimes they'll work most times they will not right and i think for me i was just like you know uh, treatment what it does that it makes you hold out this hope that this will happen and that in itself i felt was going to crush me eventually if it doesn't happen if it doesn't work so i had to go back to you know my setting of look i had come to a place uh, because i wasn't doing treatments until i met you but then it wasn't that bad yes but i'd come to a place where i had accepted it and it's much better grounding myself in that place where I'm like, this is who I am and this is my reality. But you didn't know who you were because it I hadn't I... manifested in all the ways it could. Even today, we're not sure it has manifested in all the way it could. Yes. and But your face? And, 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 and um, I think this is who I am with an acceptance of it what... It could be worse? It, of, it's not it could with the acceptance of it is going to get worse, right? And I live in that reality, and I have come to a point where I am mostly fine with it, right? So, um, you know, maybe this is, you know, my little cross to make all people out there with vitiligo and and maybe, you know, appear on the Red Table Talk one day is this and, where we are and asking? Ha- and have a chat with Jada about the, alopecia <laughs> is and acceptance. By the way, alopecia is not a joke. No, and it's not. Stop it. No, I'm, I'm, look. And I feel like so, it's an escapism of people who deal with conditions to make we fun find humor. in other people's conditions. No, no. I, I, I mean, I find humor in a lot of things that are sad because, again, sometimes the only thing to do... Um, I was watching something um, and they said sometimes shit is so bad that the only reaction you can have to it is is laugh um and so <laughs> that's what it is right um but yeah so you're fine with me getting a bit whiter than this in the future no okay cool Would i want you to try the medicine again? and see if it will work also this conversation was triggered by I saw it on someone's status and there was a vitiligo car wash. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? This exists? What's, what's 
What's the point of the car wash? So she said to me that, um, Hi Fiona, Fifi, we did uh, DFM with her. She said she has a friend and the sister has vitiligo. And so there is a vitiligo, there was a vitiligo awareness car wash. Okay. So there's a, a vitiligo association of Uganda. Don't know about it. I think... No, no. I, so, so I, I, I have seen. So, when I look at the poster, I see a gentleman who was in a project I was supposed to be a part of, where this artist was doing some work, uh, around vitiligo and the stories around it. Um, but, but I don't. I, yeah. Other than that, I, I do not know that there is a vitiligo association in Uganda. She said there is, and, and this car wash happened last Saturday. Okay. And I just told her, give me more information because. So, what's the point? raise awareness about vitiligo that it is not a it doesn't bring any bad omens to the to family the family yeah yeah oh okay cool yeah no it doesn't it doesn't um i mean there are bad things that have happened to um okay, maybe not bad unfortunate things that have happened to my family but in retrospect half of them are because we made bad decisions not because <laughs> <laughs> the other half, really, God is yet to show us. Uh, but yeah, I mean, what things have you heard about um, vitiligo? If you have someone in your life um, who is still struggling uh, with this condition, I really hope that you are kinder to them, that you don't look at them differently, that you don't insistently push them to get treatment. <laughs> No, get treatment. Uh, no, if if I th I think it has to be their choice. I think they have to come to that place by themselves, and if they're comfortable in a place where they're just like, look, this is where I am, like the way I am, then we should be able to respect that as people, and just allow them to be, and just encourage them to wear sunscreen. If they will wear it, like I buy it, I put it in the car, I put it everywhere. This man will go out and not wear it, and then. The next day, they'll be suffering. Aloe vera works, guys. But thank, <laughs> thank you thank you so much for being part of the podcast today. Uh, it might have been a bit of rumbling, um, but I hope it was valuable to you. If you're out there, you're suffering a condition. I mean, there are many. There are very, very many uh, conditions. Some we know, some we don't. And you're trying to come. Sometimes, you know, um, you there are conditions that are difficult to get healed. And you have to come to the acceptance of this is who you are as a person. And it doesn't make you any less of a person by virtue of the fact that you're going through these things. It doesn't make you any less beautiful. It doesn't make you um, any less, I don't know, capable of things just because you're going through this. All right. Uh, share your thoughts, uh, what you think about this episode. Uh, on Twitter, at you can uh, tag my wife. Uh, at Matama M Matama, you can uh, hit me up on anchor.fm for slash I am Till next week, goodbye. God bless you. Peace. Another Chirandom podcast. Random musings from me, Dowdy, handling everything from politics of the day to the complexities of parenting, relationships, money, and everything in between. If it can happen to us in this life, however random, we talk about it here on another Chirandom podcast.